Blog Talk Radio. loved one 
Um, I know it's not easy. You know, we we all experience a loss at some point in our lives, and it's never an easy thing saying goodbye to um, the person that probably made an impact in your life or the one you just love the most. But Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are there many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, ye may be also. So we hold truth to all of this, and thank God for uh, preparing uh, a place for us that uh, we can spend eternity in peace. And that's if you if you believe in God, if you confess the Lord Jesus, amen. I'm not trying to preach to um, people right now, but, you know, that is a bit of what I do. But uh, anyway, um, uh, good show, but uh, I just want to get into something. Of course, you see in the question screen um, in the VIP lounge, uh, we got Anita Baker, and she recently had a concert. And a lot of people, uh, it was like mixed reviews, and I don't know what to think. I say I saw bits and pieces of it on, um, you know, across people's Facebook page, and and to me, from the little clips and stuff that I've seen, uh, Anita still sound good. Anita Baker st- still sound good. And, and of course, you know, with congratulations, you know, sometimes you get criticism. And there was a lot of people that, that criticized her show, too. And you have to remember, you know, Anita Baker ain't the same Anita Baker. That's why I put the the before and and after images, yeah, Anita Baker is not going to look. The woman is 64, 65 years old. So, no, you're not going to see the the uh, once beautiful, beautiful, uh, young, vibrant Anita. Yeah, you're going to see the Anita that people said was limping across the stage and, you know, she picked up a couple of pounds, and, and which some of us do when we get older. Um yeah. Yeah, this is this is this is Anita. It's still Anita. She might not sound as crisp as she once was, but from what I heard, Anita put on a good show from from my point. And everybody got their difference of opinion and, and how they viewed it and, and and whatever the case may be, but uh I'm sorry, but Anita can still do her thing. Remember, this woman was supposed to retire, have retired. She accomplished something that not many people uh, got a chance to do, and she got a hold of her catalog. She owns her catalog. She is a Detroit product. So we cannot, as a city, Detroit, yes, sir, in Detroit, dog one of our legends. We got to stop that. We don't have many things to be uh, proud of, of people that came out of here. You know, you got, well, if you mention R&B, you mention soul music, a lot of times people overlook Anita Baker. They always yell Aretha Franklin. But but to me, Anita Baker, man, I, I love her music. I love I can put on Anita Baker and listen to it from front to back, nonstop. 
she got some jams. You know what I'm saying? I know everybody, you know, that really that can really relate to that. She got she got some jams. Sweet love and uh fairy tale, you know, uh giving you the best that I got, rapture, uh all oh, angel, you're my angel, all of that, ma'am, is just so yeah. If you come in the to see uh, the Anita Baker that, that EPMD was talking about, fly haircut like Anita Baker, yeah, you're going you gonna to be disappointed because, hey, she she do, she did what most of us are going to do, and that's to get older. No, she doesn't need to give it up. She sounds good to me. The clips that I heard, Anita still sounds like Anita. She may not be as sexy as she once was or what not? I heard comments that she was looking like Rick James and all kinds of yeah, yeah, yeah. Life, life. She got a divorce. You know, her husband took most of her money. You know, yeah. Life beats up on you. Let's see you at sixty-five. How you gonna look? You know. But anyway, I'm sitting here talking and blabbing and and. And it's all good, but uh, but if you that's watching, if you want to comment on any of these uh, topics that we got going on here, that number is 646-564-9728. Press that one if you want to comment. Now, I'm going to go in and people dogs her and things like that, but I want to go into something. I want to talk about this. Now, to me, this is my opinion. Do you think Anita needs to hang it up? Um, what's your opinion? Do you think Anita Baker needs to hang it up? I don't. I think she did, uh, from what I've seen, I think she did a marvelous job. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to look over the concept because I know they're going to put it on YouTube somewhere. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to look at it, you know, like I do. I, I Sometimes I do. I don't do a lot of concert going. You know, I only went to a few concerts in my life, which was uh, back in the days, John A. and uh, Maxwell and and uh, uh, um, who, who was that? Uh, I went to a Kim concert. Uh, I went to the Up and Smoke tour. Uh, I didn't go to a lot of lot of concerts like that, but but I I love doing this. I love to uh, make up my own concerts. I'll put on YouTube in a minute and uh do the live performances and put it on my big screen TV and watch it like I'm at like I'm watching the show. I love to watch old Luther concerts and and things like that. The artists that are not no longer here and just pretend I was there and just pretend I'm there. You know? It, don't don't knock me, you know, hey. But but who do you think need to hang it up? Y'all leave y'all leave uh Anita alone. Anita all right with me. So who do you think needs to hang it up? You know, uh, personally, I'm going to go with Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson on some other stuff. I, I think he done, he done smoked some old man heroin or something because he, uh, did y'all see that, remember that viral, that video he had, uh, what's, what was he saying? Uh, gang banging. Now Smokey, no, he need to hang it up. He needs to hang it up. Who else do you think needs to hang it up? If you uh, want to comment, that number is 
888-627-9728. Make sure you press that one if you want to comment. Um, but Anita, uh, she did a fine job. She represented uh, Detroit to the fullest. And I'm, and I'm so, so uh, happy about that. And it is, it's, you know, hey, I, I, I can't, I can't knock nobody for, um, for trying to uh, uh, still do their thing and represent uh, their city. Um, I want to go to something else um, in that I found in the news, uh, and this was crazy. Um, whether I'm letting my let my what's the name click in. Y'all bear with me for a minute, because um, I was supposed to do the show earlier today, but it seemed I had to take it. I had a family emergency that I had to take care of, and 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 we um, had and they pushed the show back further. So it's um, but I don't know how many people have heard of um this news about this IG Instagram model that uh came out battling AIDS. Now the craziest part to me is like y'all notice y'all haven't really been hearing about AIDS that much. It's crazy and it's kinda crazy to hear a case resurfacing because they got so many uh when AIDS first came out we didn't uh we didn't have too many uh uh, uh things that could battle if you had AIDS and HIV was a death sentence when it first came out. Um and so now there's so many uh medicines and treatments now that people can live normal lives and things like that. But um in the news that I saw now they say Instagram model Gina uh, too has received an outpour of support across social media after revealing that she has been battling AIDS. The 27-year-old who has more than 30,000 followers on Instagram and a further further 430,000 on TikTok has been documenting her health struggles in a series of videos on social media since going public with her diagnosis in March. It says on June 11, social media star 2 shared a video of herself struggling to get up from her bed as she weighed, as her weight plummeted and muscle estrophy weakened her leg. Said, I lost all my muscle and strength due to immune system aids and being in the hospital bed for so long, she captioned the heart-wrenching clip, which has been viewed by more than 12, more than 12 million times. Now, um, this, uh, this woman, too, this Instagram model, has been linked to Chris Brown and Nick Cannon um, as being possibly affected. What's up, Janine? That these men have been sleeping with this model who is now 
confirmed to be to have AIDS. Now, we know that Nick Cannon been struggling back and forth with his he been, he has lupus. Uh, naturally struggling, we we done seen the struggles. Uh, Chris Brown been sick for for a few. I'm not putting nothing out there negative enough, and I pray that this is not the case for most for them. But this woman has been linked to them. It, there is a video surfacing where um, this woman was shown coming out of the hotel with Nick Cannon, and so she says she's been battling AIDS for at least ten years, and so and it's very weird now to hear. AIDS, because we don't, we, we, I mean, in a COVID uh, mind state, COVID world that we living in right now, and to have AIDS, you know, pop up now, you know, it, it, it was almost like it seemed like it was a thing of the past, but, but we got to be careful. I mean, we got COVID monkey pox, all kinds of things that they, bringing back around and, and people are just being uh, so careless with their lives and lives and how they living and who they sleeping with. And, and this woman over them 10 years, how many men has she slept with? How many people have been affected by her? Who affected her, infected her? That's the question. Um, if you got any um, comments or anything on, on this topic, that number is 646-564-9728. Press 1 if you want to be heard. But think about it. Just think about it overall. It, it, there are certain things that, that used to be so prevalent that we don't even hear of. You know, you wasn't hearing AIDS for a long time. What was the last time besides now that you heard oh? Such and such data AIDS. You know, they they have named diseases around it, you know, that, that maybe it weakened your system and you, you finally got it, but but name it. When was the last time you heard it? You know, there's certain things. Let's move out of diseases. When the last time you heard uh I haven't heard bed bugs in a long time. You know. People saying, oh, I got bed bugs. Or such and such got bed bugs. When was the last time you heard of roaches? You know? What was, and and that, that's the question of the day. Uh, wait a minute. Janine said if she knew all these years she is infected. In fact, that's why, why would she have sex? You have sex. I'm protected. Look, look, I'm protected. Okay, look. To the degree, degree, I think she just found out she was infected. So um, I, I really, I really don't know. I heard some, some grab one of my kids or something up his screen, but I heard some uh, weird, uh, like. Wait a minute, who is y'all excuse me for a minute. Okay. Back back on our program. I'm sorry about that, y'all. But anyway, but you haven't heard of this thing in a long time. Who 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 heard of 
of somebody dying of AIDS lately? Who who heard who heard of that? You know what I'm saying? And people are really losing like we losing our lives over little things of putting on a on condoms. Any anyway when AIDS remember when AIDS first came out, the scare that it gave everybody, you know, it gave everybody that little scare and now, you know, the and I'm so surprised that that people are still having unpredictable sleeping with anybody, uh, having just don't believe in condoms or nothing like that. I don't condone, you know, uh, because I'm just I'm a minister. I don't pre- uh, condone uh, premarital sex and things like that. But I'm not stupid enough to know to to say it won't happen. You know what I'm saying? But so I have to be an advocate of doing things the right way. And, and Mary, you, I don't want to do things right now, the right way now, because you don't know what you're sleeping with or what the person got. But anyway, my prayer is that that hopefully these, they don't have it, you know, hopefully, you know, not that their lives are any better than this young lady's life. And I and I pray to God that that um, that something uh, can come out positive about it, or maybe you know uh, we haven't heard of it of this uh, of AIDS in a long time because they have made so many significant advances. Maybe they they can eradicate this thing, but hopefully you know um, we can get past that. But anyway, I want to get to our last. Um, the subtopic before we get to the main topic of today, and and I know I know y'all heard of this uh, this pastor in um, New York, Bishop Whitehead. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before I get to that, Janine says they have things to to care us with everything out here, but they choose not to cure us. They want to make money off of us to keep. Their famous life of luxury. You're, you, you. That's true. The, the the pharmaceutical industry is making money hand over fist, and the more the doctors pawn they these medicines off on you, they get these kickbacks, and they, it's not really uh, really beneficial for us. It's just the medicines are making us more sick than anything. The medicines are breaking down our immune systems, but. I want to get into this this right quick um, with this bishop um, who church got robbed. Um, I know uh, if you haven't seen the video, I'm going to uh, play this video, and we're going to go into discussion about. Uh, and I I don't want to um, ridicule this man because I think he he'd have been through enough. But if you haven't seen the video of the uh, bishop getting robbed during his service. Um, check this video out. We're going to discuss it a bit. Stranger to the headlines or to the law. Yep. 
Like with me being a minister, I I try to carry the mantle the best uh, way that I can. And and I seen this man. He went on uh, a podcast, some show, and he confronted um, a man and a lady. Uh, I forgot their names. One guy's a uh, gospel singer. And he he happened to be gay, and so he called him a faggot. And he called the other the girl. She was a big uh, you know, a heavyweight, heavy set girl, and he called her Biggie, you know, and to me, yeah, uh, me and a guy, we are men, we all, we know that the scripture says we all have uh, fallen short of the glory of God, and sometimes we get outside of our spirit of how God wants us to operate in the spirit, and we get out of our spirit sometimes because uh, that's the way things work, the devil work, you know, because we you know, we still got that old man in us, but he should have had more tact enough to handle it, especially being a quote-unquote bishop. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm pretty much, I'm not a young man, but I'm young in my ministry, and I know well enough to how to conduct myself. Yeah, people make me mad. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine all the things that happened to Jesus, how mad he could have been? and how he could have retaliated and stuff. Some things don't even deserve a response. You know, you don't even have to give a response to certain things or certain situations. You live your life, you show people, uh, we supposed to be an example of Christ to people, you know, that do that. So when you go up and you, yeah, he said, I should be able to wear what I want to. Yeah, go on and wear your Gucci suits and, and your, you know, your your what they say, half million dollars worth of jewelry and things like that. But what is that representing? What is that showing your congregation, you know, that 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 you caught up in worldly fashion and things like that? Yeah, you can look nice. I like to go to church and look nice, but I'm not going to uh, do things that take the attention off of what I'm trying to teach my parishioners, you know. And, and I don't knock you. You, you, you do you do it how you do it, and, you know, but we supposed to be doing it God's way, you know. So I'm not saying it's a sin to have all of that stuff or things like that, but you have to uh, pay attention to how the world is viewing, uh, you know, the church. We under indictment. So I pray for um, pray for all that, and, you know, if you plunk, flexing around in your bands and I don't know what thing like that. Show them more of God, how God lives. Show them more. You had a chance to really, when people made a mockery of you being robbed, you had a chance to uh, take that energy to show them, hey, yeah, I got robbed. Gunmen came in my church and, and they and they stuck me up. They could have shot me. They could have killed me, but God got me through. Yeah, I lost the jury. This is nothing. The jury is nothing. God brought me through that situation, but he kind of bent it another way. But um, if you got any uh, comment on any of that, that that was said, that number is 646-564-9728. Make sure you press that one if you want to be heard. Do you think the bishop was wrong in wearing all that jury? Do you think uh, do you think that uh, preachers should 
wear Gucci suits and things like that. What is your opinion? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm asking anybody out there. I, I'm not. I don't knock that that a pastor could could look good and things like that. I don't think that. I think there's a limit to how you should present yourself. You, I shouldn't come to a church where my pastor or something is looking like a rapper. You know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't come to that. I know people talk about the church is shifting and things like that. I don't have no problem coming to church and jogging suits and things like that. But when, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't see, you know, like a, a pastor should not come to church looking like a rapper. That's it. That's it. I mean, uh, as far as what the half a million dollars worth of jewelry, how do you think that will make uh, a member of your congregation feel if they come into church struggling to pay their tithes and offerings? And then they looking at they looking up there and they seeing you crepe and gold and Gucci suits and and Gucci slippers and and all this and that rings all on your fingers and stuff like that and 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 they can't even afford rent, you know. And a lot of people don't have no shame going to the church trying to get help. And then the pastor be like, hey, I can't, you know, I ain't gonna be able to do that. But but yet, uh, I don't know if you using my hard-earned money to help finance your, your jewelry habit, you know. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to be on that. I kind of went over a bit of uh, what I wanted to uh, to do on this topic, but uh, shout-out to the bishop, and I, I pray that you get security, you know, because <laughs> it's almost to the point, you know, God is our main security, but it's almost to the point, man, these, these brothers aren't respecting church no more. They're coming in any kind of way they want to. Churches are getting, people are getting shot up in the church and everything and all that. I know it's the works of the devil and all that. And sometimes we allow certain things to to um, the devil to use our church as his playground. So we have to be very careful of the message that we send off to our people. And amen. Uh, God bless him, and I pray for him and his his wife and his church, and hope, hopefully that God bless his ministry. Amen. But I want to move to our topic um, for today, and the topic for today is, do you and should you have relationship goals? Do you and should you have relationship goals? Now, this is a bit of a, a tricky topic, and, and I thought about it uh, a lot when it came to this topic because um, some people let goals overshadow the relationship. And what I'm talking about is uh, we focus on the, the outside layers of the relationship, like uh, the in, the intangible things that you know we that and that's how relationships struggle sometimes. Like uh, we don't pay attention to detail of the actual relationship. We focus on the things outside of the relationship, and we and we give more attention to that rather than just loving the person. And 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 I I say this 
for example, like uh, most people can't even find love because they're so busy focusing on uh, what uh, tangible things I can get out of this relationship. You know, the person that that I got to have in my life that, you know, I need in my life, he got to have this, she got to have that. Or, you know, she got to do this, be able to do this for me. She got to be able to do, he got to be able to do that for me. Instead of just, you know what, I want to find somebody that makes me happy, that that I can deal with, that can, you know, really focus, you know, we can grow together. You know, maybe, maybe we don't, we might not have this uh, big house or, or, but we got to, but we live in not, in a nice house, you know, maybe, maybe we don't got the, our dream cars, but we got, we driving nice, you know, we still getting point A to point B. And I think a lot of times, you know, uh, people uh, lose real good relationships or uh, people that could actually be your Boaz, you know, um, for some things that, shouldn't even make no, that shouldn't even be in the equation right now. You know, just give me somebody that love me. You know, people be be putting uh, ranks, ratings on relationships, are they? Uh, the person I marry got to be a 10. They got to be a 6 or a this and this and that. I can't go lower than a 6. I can't, you know, stop it. So you mean you, you, you potentially letting all of the, like, happiness that could come to your life over over something so minute, you know? And it's nothing wrong with having goals in a relationship. You could be like, hey, a, a goal could be simply this. Um, I don't, I want to be married, you know, because every relationship doesn't lead to marriage. You know, maybe you say, hey, I, I can't waste my time just dating. I have to I have to be married, you know, or or, or it, before I have a kid or or before I have sex or whatever, I have to be married. That could be your goal, you know. But a lot of people focus on um I gotta have uh such and such amount of thousand dollars in the bank account. Uh, we got to build together. We got to have our business. Nothing wrong with that either. But don't make it be your focal point. Don't you know what I'm saying? Because you can have a person. Hey, maybe they maybe they're not as ambitious as you. You know, because uh, sometimes you would get an ambitious person. You get that. You know, God may give you that person that you you know that you ask for, but. It might not be what you really need in your life. It might, if he gives you that person, and that person might not love you the way that you want to be loved. And a lot of people don't think about that. They just, you know, they just stuck on what they what what they want. And I, I used to be like that. I used to have my little selfish ways and in relationships and things like that, uh, simply because I grew up. I grew up watching uh, stable relationships. I didn't grow up watching toxic uh, relationships. I grew up watching uh, 
my grandmother, my grandparents, who were married almost 70 years, you know, being together and through the thick, the thick and thin times, some hard times when, when they they got on each other's nerves. Probably, I know my grandfather's uh, so much more getting on my grandmother's nerves, and and grandma just, you know, not even bad mouthing them, but she took it, and and he didn't have to worry about her going nowhere, and he didn't, and she didn't have to worry about him going nowhere. And they just and they tolerated each other, which is love unconditional. We, it's hard to find that person that loves you unconditional now. You know, and so why are we focusing on anything else about how much money is in the bank account when we can't, or or what kind of car we gonna drive, or what kind of house we gonna live in when we can't even find nobody to tolerate us when we when we got a disagreement. Do it make sense? That's the thing. And, and I know I've been talking to myself for the longest, but that number is 646-564-9728. Press that one if you uh, want to comment. But, you know, do, do you have a goal? See, when I, I think about when me and my wife got together, you know, my wife. You know, we didn't, we didn't, we just wanted to be with each other, you know, and it's all right. It's all right to, to just have that type of, goal. I want to be where you are. I just want to, just, I just want you, give me you, you know, and I'm going to give you me. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with having that type of goal, you know, than letting anything else complicate, complicated beyond that? Then as we went further in our relationship, yeah, my wife told me, hey, um, uh, I can't play house with you. You know, I, I want to be married. I want to, I want to, you know, we got to be married. And hey, I, I respected that. And I was to that point myself where I wasted uh, a lot of times in re- long years in relationships that led to nothing. You know, and and I was at that point like, yeah, she's right. You know, I have to, you know, I have to get off the pot. You know, I got to get off the pot and just and be a big boy. You know what I'm saying? So there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, what are some of the goals do do you that you have? Did you set a goal in your relationship, or do you? You feel that you need to set a goal to be in a relationship. Uh, if you uh, have any uh, comments on that, that number is 646-564-9728. Make sure you press that one if you want to be heard. I'm, um, what is it? What is it? I, I think sometimes goals just complicate things. Uh, more than they they should be. I just, it's nothing wrong with just wanting a person to just love you. That's a, that could be your goal. Just give me somebody that loves me. There's so many single people out here, and they are actually good people, but they cannot find a person that's that's on their level to love them like they want to be loved. You know. 
What's wrong with saying that? You say that to some people sometimes, they be like, oh, I can't have nobody broke. I just can't, you know. And, and, and broke to you, what if, and broke to some people, what if you, you might not have a man that that, has, that gets six figures, but he's still providing, putting food on the table. He's still, you know, um, doing manly things. But, yeah, maybe he ain't no six, seven figure dude. Is that, should that be a knock on him? Should that be a gold? Wouldn't that type of gold make you seem like a gold digger? Or or a dense person? If a guy say, hey, um, I, I can't, can't mess with less than a 10. I need me a dime piece. You know, what is it? What is, what is your goal? Do you and should you have a goal? I, I think it's nothing wrong with it, but I think it shouldn't be the focal point of your relationship. Just, I, I struggled for the longest. I struggled for the longest to find my wife. I had to go through uh, the mountains, the valleys, the rough rivers, the waters, the, the you know, everything just to find that person that that I'm comfortable with, that I can say, you know, hey, I can lay my head around you. I can tell you my troubles. I can tell you what's bothering me and don't have to be judged. I can, you can come to me and do the same thing. Um, you know, I don't have to worry about you uh, stepping out on me or walking away from me or, you know, because you already, you made me feel secure. You you know what I'm saying? Women can make a man feel secure also. You know, that that I can come home and, and my wife is mine, you know, and, and I'm your husband and you know, and things like that. There's there's nothing wrong with with that type of uh goal in your relationship. Because sometimes we give we <laughs> we give, we invest too much in relationships that aren't going nowhere. So I think a major, especially in this day and age, the goal should be just to find somebody that's going to do right by you. Anything wrong with that? Find that person that is going to do right by you. Uh, Where did I meet my beautiful wife? At Greektown Casino. That's where I met her at. She worked in the cage. And and the funny thing was, um, God rest this person's soul, uh, Levada, who just passed a couple of months ago, was the person that, that hooked us up. That's where um that's where we met in the cage. I was taking I was she she said uh I was coming into the to the um chip bank to take some chips to the table and Levada came to me and said she always said uh, one day a woman is going to steal your heart and I wasn't at a point at, at that time to um, to receive that because I was still kind of you know uh, shopping, window shopping and so one a couple of years passed and Nevada came to me again. She said, I got somebody for you. 
And lo and behold, she went and grabbed my wife and brought her to me. And and I I didn't say nothing at first. And I went and, you know, the second part of the shift came and I had to go stand at post. And then my wife came down to the post to talk to me. And we exchanged numbers at the post. And, and, and it went from there. It went from there, and I had a different approach when it came to um, to that. I was I was tired of um, of doing things uh, the way that most people uh, do it. You know what I'm saying? People are always trying to, you know, uh, you complicate relationships when you put sex on the forefront. You know, a lot of a lot of men they 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 confuse love with infatuation or lust. And so when when I began to uh started, you know, dating her, I took it as, you know what, um, I'm just gonna let it do what it do. I'm not gonna focus on anything if if we go out and we have fun then that's good. That's good. If if we hit it off, that's good. If we don't, that's good too. You know, I, I just want to know what she about. I didn't have no expectation at the time. It was just let's just see where this go and have fun. And then you know we dated, and then uh, before we know it, you know it was it was um it was almost like. Uh, uh, thing because you know we wasn't checking for each other at first and and it was just like wow I can actually be around her I can you know I love being around her and it just seemed like you know we never left each other's side it's like you know uh, she get off work I get off work we we it felt like we were teenagers again like you know how you get on the phone and you talk for hours until one fall asleep and things like that. And, and we just enjoy being around each other. And before I was that type, I couldn't, I really didn't, I had a, a foul perception of women at the, at the time because I had dealt with so much in my life. And I'm just like, I felt like, Hey, you know, these women are scantless out here, so I gotta be scantless. And that was my that was my take at first. And and I didn't appreciate I I probably ran a lot of good women away. And so I had a because I, I had a foul perception. So I said, you know what, I gotta change my perception. And by changing my perception, I changed my approach. And so because uh, at first I was that type of person who felt like I couldn't be alone. I had to have somebody. And when you got that type of mind state, you would take anybody. You know, you 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 accept any type of thing. And so I changed my perception. And so because before I was in between dating, because before I met her, I didn't date nobody in a in a long time. I, I wasn't in a relationship. It was probably about four years before I even got to a real relationship. I didn't. I just 
want to stay clear. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't. I didn't say I wasn't having my fun, but I just didn't. I just didn't, you know, um, get like into relationships or, or you know, feel like I gotta hurry up and give you a girlfriend and this and that. I just I stayed I stayed clear. I just had to keep a clear head. And then, you know, I didn't focus on sex as much when we were first dating. You know, I stayed clear of of trying to sleep with her and things like that because I wanted I wanted something different. I was you know, I got to the point I was like, yes, sex is good, but love is better. You know, love is better. I don't want a one-night thing. You know, I don't want no one-night thing. I don't want no, you know, uh, uh, lust, lustful relationship. I want a, I want a true love. You know, I want to know if I really care for this person. And so that made me change my perception. So, and I know it's a lot of people out here. Uh, I hear a lot of people say that that it's it's hard. It's hard out here to just find uh, somebody that 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 you know you're compatible with that you can relate with. I went with you know and said, you know what? And and and, and I say that to everybody, you know, because. There was a time where I felt like like um that love wasn't for me, and I felt like like i my cousin one of my cousins told me he said, "Man, I think you might be better off single, but I knew my time was coming, you know I don't want to grow old alone I don't want to you know what i'm saying i i I love relationships, but I was rubbed the wrong way by a lot of them. You know, I done been through. I could write a. I could write a book about look, the, the the relationships that I was in. You know what I'm saying? I did. I did some wrong things. I done, and, you know, in relationships, I done hurt hearts. I done got my heart broken. And I think you really don't learn to uh, appreciate a relationship unless you know both sides of the coin. You gotta. You gotta learn what it is to break hearts and get your heart broke so you could be able to respect that person that you with, you know. I think those always uh, converted men that convert good, you know, let's say they they didn't start off as goody two-shoes or in relationships, I think. And then when they convert and they finally learn how to love a woman, woman I think those become the best husband sometimes you know i think they they become the best husband rather than you had those ones that that you know because all men aren't dirt dirty and things like that you know you have those ones that they they generally come maybe they came from a good household christian background things like that and 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 all they knew was you know we used to all had that perception of well, I'm just going to go out here and find my, my love and everything's going to be perfect. And then next thing you know, they they got that, that wrong, you know, there's a lot of hurt souls out here. There are a lot of hurt souls out here hurting, you know, haven't even healed. 
you know, they won't even give their heart to nobody because they still holding on to uh, the baggage of bad relationships, you know. And I'll tell anybody, take it slow. Take it slow. You know, date that person. Get to know what you're dealing with. A man will reveal himself to you, you know. I can only speak for the um, the point of view. A man will reveal himself to you. If a, if a man truly loves you, he will wait on you. He will. He will definitely wait on you, you know. And, and, and he reveals himself, you know, because uh, when a man loves a woman, he get out of pocket. And when I say out of pocket, he, uh, what's the song, what you won't do, do for love? And a man will begin to do, you know, uh, act differently. He'll be outside, even his friends. Listen to his friends sometimes, you know, the, just, you know, uh, they say, man, you acting different. You know, you you real different. Some of them be trying to get you get pumped as a pump up thing, but for the for the chick, but but pay attention. You know, you know when a man truly loves you. You know, but hey, but uh, we we down to uh, two minutes. We coming on two minutes and. And this this was indeed a good show. Uh, I thought Satellite was going to check in, but, you know. You know, you know I, I'll tell anybody that, you know, because uh, Luther Vandross said it best. He said, there's nothing better than love. And, and, and I wish love for everybody. I think I think some of the, even I, I take my good good and bad experiences in love, and I and I can make that a teachable moment for anybody, because uh, one thing about it, in this vehicle of love, you ain't gonna always have a smooth road, you know. You gonna have them bumps and potholes and and the road road of love. But it's all about how you get through those bumps and those potholes. Oh, yeah, you're going to have that rough ride. You're going to go over, boom. You're going to hit that pothole, boom. You're going to hit that bump. But it's how you go over and uh, go through. Thank you, Janine. Thank you. Once again, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Fat Cat Show, making it success. Once again, thank you, Janine, for tuning in. Uh, thankful, Thankful to everybody that to tune in. Make sure if you haven't, subscribe to the Fat Cat Show Network on YouTube. I need your views. I need your, need your subscribes and all that. I'm going to get them subscribers up. So anyway, y'all, uh, take it easy and be safe and, and thank God for living, you know. Just take some time to praise the Lord and thank Him for living and thank Him for what he has brought you through. And if you've got somebody good in your life right now, you ought to be thanking the Lord because there are a lot of people that have no one and wish they did. And uh, God bless everybody. We up out of here. Peace.